Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you. I'm so glad you're listening today. And I hope that you can listen every day because I love having listeners because it's nice to be able to share with people. But thank you so much for being a part of this program. You know, I've read many stories and heard many people do crazy things in life, but I can't understand for the life of me why Samson gave in to Delilah over and over again until he finally gets himself in trouble by giving him, giving her the secret of cutting his hair. Our Heavenly Father, I don't know why we do what we do sometimes, but Lord, you know uh, that we are just people. Lord, we just, we're not perfect people. And sometimes we do crazy things. And God, I forgive us for those things we do that we shouldn't be doing. And give us strength to to be able to make it through things that are tough in our lives and certainly give us discernment to make right decisions. Lord, thank you for the listeners today and their lives. God bless us this day. Use us mightily, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you know what? Sometimes in life we see this sin before us, and yet we know it's wrong. And for some reason or another, we do it anyway. We do it anyway. It reminds me of a story years ago of a little boy whose father ordered him to swim in the canal, not to not to swim in the canal. Okay, Daddy replied, but he came home carrying a wet bathing suit that evening. Where have you been, demanded his father. Swimming in the canal, answered the boy. Then why did you do that? Well, Daddy explained, I had my bathing suit with me, and I couldn't resist the temptation. Why did you take your bathing suit with you? The boy replied, so I'd be prepared to swim in case I was tempted. Well, that's kind of how we do it sometimes in life. We kind of live you. You set yourself up uh, to make mistakes by doing that very thing. It happens over and over in people's lives. Because, folks, temptation is a part of life. But the problem is the lack of sense we have in playing with it. You know, so many people play the game of temptation. They just want to play with it until they give in. If you're on a diet, you're trying to stay true to it. Now, I can relate to this one more than once. It's probably not the wisest idea to walk into the pastry shop for a cup of coffee. I don't want to go down there on Glenwood to Pastry Perfection and say, I'm going to go in and get a cup of coffee. Guess what? I don't know. Have you seen all those glass cases there? Full of the best desserts ever. They've got a, oh man, they have got an eclair that will send you to heaven on a one-way street. It's unbelievable. So I, I got to stay away from there. And my friend Brandy, they used to own uh, Sin Nam Nam, I used to talk about all the time. If I went in there for coffee or something, it was inevitable I was going to find one of those cinnamon rolls, which I think is the greatest cinnamon roll I've ever eaten. And But you know what? I gave in and I knew going in there, that there would be a chance for that temptation. Sometimes we just need to avoid temptation, especially if we know we are weak. Samson failed because he toyed with sin. Samson did not fail because the temptation was too strong. He did not fail because the temptation was inescapable. He fell because he toyed with sin until he finally fell victim in people. That is exactly what we do. Growing up, my father and mother would always say to me, Son, avoid the very appearance of evil. 
Anything that you know that might cause you to to step into sin, just avoid it. Don't do it. They warned me over and over, yet there were some times that I I put myself in a spot and caused myself some issue because I did not listen. And that's the Word of God gives us great instruction. But one of the greatest issues is we don't listen. We don't listen. Samson did not fail, you know, because it was because of all the things. He failed because he gave in. You know, we're going to all be tempted. In this world, you're going to have temptation. Every day you're going to be tempted about something. Tempted to tell a lie. Tempted to cover something up. Tempted to do something you're not supposed to do. Temptation comes in attractive bundles. Sometimes they look good or it sounds good, and you think how much it will satisfy you. And that's what we do. We think, wow, this is this is going to be great. I'm going to feel so good about this until we reap the consequences. That's like the old diet thing again. I used to weigh, when I lost all my weight three years ago, I'd lost 70 pounds and because I weighed every single day and I was living by everything just right. And But, you know, suddenly if you, you go off track, you decide you want to have a banana split one night and go the next day, you step on the scales, guess what? You're paying the consequence. It goes up. And then you don't want to step on the scales again because you know you're you're not doing as well, so you don't step on it for a month and you've gained five pounds. Well, as we have found all through the previous books of the Old Testament, the people reaped what they sowed, and that is virtually the story of the Old Testament. People reap what they sow. People uh, sow, sow sin, they're going to reap struggles. Many times temptations come when we choose the wrong company. Man, I tell you, my dad and mom, again, were very good at, at telling my brother and I, you know, don't run around to those that live in the world, that live contrary to what the Word of God speaks. They protected us. They protected my brother and I both because they wouldn't let us run around with, with kids with uh, bad reputations that did evil. I know, and you say, well, how do you win them to the Lord? Well, you win them the Lord by allowing the Lord to use you in circumstances. But that doesn't mean you, I, I think we become their great friends. I think we do. We we spend time around them, but we just don't become close where we're doing everything with them because we don't want to be influenced. But we do want to have an influence on them. First Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, "Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits." The Living Bible says bad company corrupts good character. I can't tell you how many times I heard that from mom and dad. Warned all of us boys, all four of us, be careful about who you're hanging around with. People that are living opposite of the Word of God, be careful, son. I love you, but be careful. I'm thankful for my mom and my dad's wisdom. I know you love your children like I love my daughter, and we want the best for them, and hopefully we'll teach them and protect them to the best of our abilities, and show them the Word of God. I used to talk about that with my daughter. I said, honey, be careful of those that are wanting you to go party with them. Careful of those that are trying to lead you down a path that's wrong. You know, make good decisions. And my daughter, like I've told you before, the amazing person. She is not judgmental in the least and hates it when anybody's judgmental. You know, and she just, she accepts everybody and loves everybody and and I just, I'm thankful that God protected her during some some tough times, you know. But I know people don't want to feel like an outcast. You don't want to feel like the religious person running around and 
you can't do anything. I mean, I was kind of known as a goody goody kid. That was everybody knew my dad was a pastor, and a lot of people knew my dad because he was very outgoing and he drove a school bus in the city and pastored for years and and uh, and and they just knew that I was connected to him, and so I must be that way too. And I and I tried to be. I tried to be as good of a man as I could be. I mean, I certainly made some mistakes, as we all have. But it's just hard to fathom how Samson was so gullible. But I think sometimes we're surprised when we hear of directions some of our family and friends have chosen. A huge issue in the society, which I talk about frequently, is, is how immorality has become a sect- an accepted practice in life. We need to run from sexual immorality. And folks, it is tempting it is. I mean, I remember those days. The temptation is very heavy, and we put ourselves in spots that's not good. You know, and there's things that we regret, and we wish we wouldn't put ourselves in that spot. Well, listen to what Paul says to the church at Corinth in 1 Corinthians 6.18. He says, flee from sexual immorality. All of their sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Paul also says in Ephesians 5, 3, but among you there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Folks, we should run from idolatry, run from any kind of sexual sin. The world will throw everything at us to try to get us to put things in front of Almighty God. Let's not put anything in front of God. 1 Corinthians 10, 14 says, Therefore, my friends, flee from idolatry. And idolatry, like I said, is put anything before God. Flee from idolatry. You know, the world throws everything at us, tries to get us to put things in front of our walk with God. He said, therefore, friends, flee it. Samson was so fond of his strength that he acted like he was unconquerable. And obviously, he blew it. He blew it. Well, folks, it's in life, it's easy to blow because we're around those temptations all the time. Remember when Satan tried to tempt Jesus? Jump off the, see if your Lord will save you. Jump off the the temple. You know, I'll give you everything in the world. You know, I'll turn this rock into bread. I'll do, I'll do all sorts of things. But Jesus kept quoting Scripture. Now, let's not tempt the Lord thy God. You know, are we tempting him? Are we being tempted by the enemy and giving in? Stand firm. Stand up. Be a child of God. And if you fall, get back up again. Say, Lord, help me. Forgive me. Give me strength to move forward. You know what? We're going to love people. We're going to love you no matter what you do. I have people I've dealt with over the years that have just made poor decision after poor decision. I don't stop loving them. I love them and I care for them and I want them to make great choices in their future. But they have to make those choices. See, I can't live Jesus for everybody. You can't live Jesus for everybody. We can sure pray for our friends and our family to live Jesus. Well, hey, anyway, tomorrow we're going to continue down this line of temptation. I'm going to talk about greed a little bit to start with tomorrow out of out of First uh, Timothy chapter 6. So I hope you'll tune in. I hope your day is going well, and I hope that you'll stand fast and be a man or woman of God. Lord bless you. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.